May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Ya'at'eh, which means peace to this house. From sky to within me and to you, I greet you in the name of God who loves us and welcomes us and is here present with us this morning at, or at this noontime. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Once a fierce Cheyenne warrior who battled the United States Cavalry over the taking of native lands in the 1800s, David Pendleton Okerhater served among his people in Oklahoma Territory as the first Native American deacon of the Episcopal Church. It was through his tireless and faithful discipleship in which he was added to the saints of calendar of the Episcopal Church of whom we remember and honor today. Deacon Okahater was a sun dancer that gave him the status of elite role, leadership role in his surround, in, of his surrounding tribe. He was a well-received and respected warrior among the Cheyenne people and the surrounding tribes of the Cheyenne. In the 1870s, Okahater and many warriors fought many battles against the U.S. Calvary. One in particular was the battle against a camp of non-native hunters who were ridding the remaining buffaloes on the land of Oklahoma. Okahater and his followers were then imprisoned for fighting against the U.S. Calvary, and all were incarcerated in prison in Fort Marin, Florida. It was in prison that Captain Richard H. Pratt took notice of Okahater's leadership abilities and eventually would shape Okahater's Christian formation. Pratt also took notice that there was a talent by the Cheyenne warrior. He had an art talent. Therefore, Pratt provided the warrior with art pencils and sketchbooks that would then become a way for Okahater to communicate between the non-natives and the Indians. Okahater called his artwork as making medicine, making medicine in in a time that would be a source of communication to spread the harvest, the gospel, among the Cheyenne and his neighbors. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Okerhater accepted a call to become a follower of Christ. And as a follower of Christ, Okerhater did not give up his Indian ceremonial ways, Yet he blended the traditions together as a way to carry forward the sacred stories of God in both of the traditional practices and his faith. This is a beauty way of which he became a follower of Jesus. Jesus often invites us to listen to our heart and to God's in order for trans transformation to evolve. Okahater left us this way of being followers of Jesus, which is also a way of following Jesus in a universal way, who welcomes all in the way of living out our baptismal covenant 
and loving our neighbors as ourselves. Oftentimes, I find that we don't get to choose our neighbors. God chooses our neighbors so that we learn how to live to be in community with one another, and our neighbors need us as much as we need them. That is our medicine, our gifts from a creator, God who incarnates this way of gifts in our hearts and in our souls. We are invited to be a bridge in a world that needs us to help carry out the gospel, the way of love in our communities that often is weighed down in such brokenness and hopelessness. Yet there is a light. There is the light that is within our medicine, within our hearts, that brings us out into the world to spread the good news as Jesus often calls us to do when we hear scripture. In Luke, Jesus speaks of how Jesus needs our help. Really, Jesus does need our help. Just as he called Okahater into the ministry of service, Jesus reminds us in scripture that where he intended to go, we must go. I'm going to repeat the word intended because while I was reading the scripture, what caught my mind was, in my heart, was the past tense intended. Now this is the invitation in which God in Jesus is speaking to us. You see, when Jesus was traveling in his, the surrounding areas of Jerusalem, he served among the many tribes in Israel, and that physically that was. However, after his death and resurrection, he came to the disciples, filling them with the Holy Spirit, and he says to them, go out into the world and spread the good news of Jesus. Bring all people together so that we may experience the kingdom of God which is peace, which is love, which is the harmony way of Jesus. Jesus is calling on us to live into where he intended to go. For us, that means after we leave this cathedral, we can offer ourselves our service to others, to those in need, to those who need our discipleship, to be with a friend, to sit with the sick, to sit with the sick, the lonely, those who are hopeless, to help out in our communities and to see the needs of our surrounding communities. Perhaps it means signing up for a, uh, uh, at a soup kitchen and just providing and helping and participating and serving others. God brings us to people we are called to serve, and there God is among us, among them, there where Jesus intended to go. There Jesus is with us, where God invites us to carry forth his ministry in the way we understand our creator God through our experiences and through our stories to meet people where they just are. The harvest is plentiful and the labors are few. 
Let's step out into this world and greet someone. Perhaps it's a simple hello. It's a simple ya'at'eh. I see you. I hear you. I know you are there. The simplest thing that we can offer can be the most grandest thing that someone has ever received. The most simplest thing that we can offer can be a light in someone else's life. And God is there in the midst of this simplicity of life with us to help us see the world through the lens of Jesus. There's a traditional story that I remember about the plentiful harvesting, the sacred medicines that are within us, in our bodies, and their gifts from the Creator, and how we are called to spread these holy sustenances that are within us, and that we have to share them out into the world around us. I know it's safe for me to tell this story, and it's a creation story. After all, I'm in Phoenix with you all, and it feels like summer here, but back home it's autumn winter. There's snow on the mountains to the north of me, and I know that in the Navajo traditional way, the four sacred mountains has the little tips of mountains, I mean little tips of snow on them, and to us they're a reminder that this is the wisdom of God, this is the wisdom of our elders, and these are the stories when it's time when we see that, that uh, snow on top of the tips of the mountains, it means it's time to tell winter stories. And I'm in Phoenix, and it feels like summer, um, but it's okay. I know it's okay to tell a winter story. And I'm going to tell you a story about turkey. And this is a servanthood, sto- servanthood story, and it's a harvesting story. And it's a story about going out and helping a people. See, in the Navajo traditional way, there's four sacred worlds. There's a first world, second, third, and fourth world. So Turkey now is moving into from the third world into the fourth world. And what's happening there is there was such quarrel going on in the third world that all of a sudden now there's this rising of water. Sounds familiar, right? A rising of water, and the people are trying to get their way into the next world, and they see a sky opening up above. And all the time the people are, are going up. There's birds, there's insects, there's this all of creation heading up this reed. And here's Turkey, just moving along slowly while everybody is in a panic, rushing to get to the next world. And once everybody got to the next world, the people started to look around and they said, you know, we forgot something. We forgot all our medicines, our sustenances, our corn, our tobacco, our squash and our beans. How are we going to live? What's going to happen? And here's Turkey moving along and he moves or she moves up through the uh, sky opening. And there she arrives, and the people are panicking, and Turkey lifts up her beautiful feathers, and all these seeds fall 
and the people were happy. And all this time, Turkey was gathering up prayerfully these seeds, these medicines, that one day was going to be the people's way of life. It was going to be their harvest. And to this day now, every October, there's a harvesting ceremony that happens. And we gather all our squash and all our beans and all our tobacco from the four sacred mountains and our corn. And there's this gathering of family. Uh, of people, of feeding people, of feeding our neighbors, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. Turkey was very, he was very prayerful, and he did this work with humility. He, he or she, um, oftentimes were very ceremonial people. The Navajo people are very ceremonial people. And we use the eagle feathers a lot, and sometimes we have hawk feathers. But there's also a very important ceremony that uses um, the turkey tail feather, which is the very tips of the tail feather. And that shows you turkey's tail feather as she was going through the sky opening while the foam was rising. That foam got to that very tip of turkey's tail feather, and that's why the turkey's tail feather has that white end at the, at the uh, tail end. And it tells us a story that we also carry this kind of symbol that we are offered to give back to the world. We each carry a medicine within us. We have seeds to give away. We have seeds to give away to a people that is in need of us. And that is most, the most important thing about this ministry is Turkey's ministry, if you will, was humility. Because it is through humility that negativity, that evil, cannot touch you. If you remember, this, if you remember in the scripture when Jesus was on the cross, he emptied himself and said, your will be done, not mine. Dad, your will be done, not mine. He could not even be recognized. And this is the life that Jesus gives us, that he says, go out into the world and share your stories, share your love, from here on, you will harvest. Humility is what saved the people. Humility is what's going to take us out there. This is the calling that God is asking of us, our brother Jesus, to help us carry out the message of God. Go, share God that, that is within you, and go in peace and love your neighbor as yourself. And as the famous words that I remember when I say this is, if you know preside, our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, says, while you're at it, love yourself too. This is the way of love, the kingdom of God among us. And wherever we go, which is where Jesus intended, that's where we go. And I believe, and no doubt, the spirit of Jesus is there with you.
and with us as we build up the kingdom of God together. Amen.